0: It's that time again for the Our Two Cents Podcast. What's up, y'all? This is a new episode of Our Two Cents Pod. I am Dergo BJ. You can follow me at all things social media-like, at Dergo BJ. And I'm sitting here with the beautiful and feisty-ass...
1: Mona Lisa, M O H M A N O Y S S A A.
0: And we are back again with another episode... Of our two cents podcast, um, we missed you guys a few weeks ago because she debuted her very first episode of Free Fall. So this is what episode ten? No, it's episode yes. nine since no. we missed Wednesday, right? I
1: thought we had nine already.
0: You know, I be trying to make sure I keep up with the numbers and shit. Let us get our shit together. <laughs> um, I believe it to be. Um, episode nine because I think we missed. No, it is 10. It is 10. It's 10. Um, forgive me, but like I said, we had, um, you know, debuted her very first episode of Free Fall. If you haven't checked that show, I'll definitely give it a listen. It is a very, very good introduction to her solo endeavor. But today is a first for our two cents because we have a guest. And nigga really ain't no guest. Because we've been knowing this motherfucker forever, but this is our very first guest on this platform. You all are very much familiar with this guy—the the brash, the unapologetic, the the use of the word bitch. You know th- these <laughs> things are all synonymous with today's guest. We have Penrose Eames in here today. What's up, Genius
2: you? Grain. You beautiful <laughs> motherfuckers. <here? laughs>
0: Yeah, we have Genius
2: Green in the room today. Yeah, that name was uh a secret name for the longest time too. When I got in podcasting, I I, I was using that Genius Green shit like Kevin Durant. <laughs> that was my I could say the fuck I want
0: uh, yeah. site, and then as niggas start finding out. So well, let me calm this shit down. Yeah, so um, we have um been here today. Actually, we did a pretty good job, man. We did three solid shows in a Mm -hmm. row. So, I mean, that's just a, you know, a high five to us as being, you know, the elite of podcasters that we are. But, um, today we got a new show and a guest. So this should be a pretty interesting conversation, but we're going to start off with weeks. Like, how has you guys' weeks been since we last convened?
1: Well, it's been many weeks since all of us <laughs> been together, so
0: that's quite a bit to catch up on. we've we been at <laughs> like the same time, right? Shit. Yeah, like it's interesting because um, we've had like some interesting things taking place in you know each of our lives, and what I realized is that for me, just sitting here today, it's kind of like going back to the beginning because mm. this is naturally who I started with in this whole creative process sure. and la- the last couple of weeks like it's been real funky you know social media mm-hmm. a lot of the bullshit going on in the world so me making the declaration to um focus on what's important and then the next time that i actually record is with who i started with mm-hmm. it's kind of like a confirmation of some sorts that right like, look man you got to sometimes go back to the origin of you know where you first fell in love with shit. Hell yeah, you know what I'm saying. So um, it's G O D, right? <laughs> hey no, got no idea. <laughs> <laughs> and
2: what the nigga look at her and say? When did you fall in love with hip hop? <laughs> <laughs> Real shit. So it's
0: just good to be in the same room, but um, collectively we have to put our minds together and discuss something that I think it makes shit complicated. In so many ways Because It gives you the opportunity To address somebody else For some shit That be going on In your own family And you don't have The same viewpoint That You have In judging A A political Or public figure Or a celebrity That your uncle And auntie And your grandma And all of them do Okay Like You know And this It's a culture That we would like to call Cancel culture Well Well in some senses, yeah, that's what it is. It's like we we so quick to cancel people. Right. And we think that we're becoming better people based on how many people we write off. Mm-hmm. Like we we like to testify to, oh man, you know, new year, new me. And if you ain't, you know, if you ain't got my number, that mean that you must right. been canceled. Right.
1: Just do the shit. Just and do the, the shit. Up. But right. then on the
0: flip side, it's like you also faked in the motherfucker because why couldn't you be the bigger woman or bigger man and just say, "Look, I can't fuck with you no more." Exactly. So you in your mind thinking, "Oh well, I canceled that bitch," right. or "I canceled that nigga." No, but you still a fake motherfucker too. I mean, so you sick. moving on from that last point, a reference, still being a fucked up person. Your dancer.
2: Some people get canceled though. And they know why. And there's no point in talking about it. Right, I feel yeah, like, That's different. I feel like certain people yeah. understand. No, yeah, if you just... If
1: you've had conversations uh, and you've tried to rectify, but y'all just not...
2: Right, yeah. Yeah, if different. you just cutting motherfuckers off and playing it off to the rest of the world as if you, as mm-hmm. you just a changed person. No, nah, and you just... You know, your man's looking at the phone like, what well, is this nigga get a new number? Right. <laughs> if, if your man's got to wonder why he can't get in contact with you or your homegirl got to wonder why... Then, yeah, you probably on some bitch shit. Yeah.
1: Another, com- a, another component to go with that is also um, we gotta... Uh, we need to talk about, like, codes. Guy code, girl code, unwritten rules. Where do these codes come from? And how do you know that that person... Like that, When you feel like they went against a code, how do you know that they're following the same code as you?
2: I mean, I feel... Because right.
1: they're unwritten rules. And y'all, who, do you ever discuss what the code is? I until feel like sometimes, it's violated? Uh,
2: sometimes code... I feel like there's certain things that all men already just naturally recognize. But I feel like mm-hmm. when you get close with somebody, there are unwritten rules that you kind of... And those those things become rules because you know how you move around certain code. people. Yeah. I feel like the moral code I may have with BJ may not be the moral code I have with a nigga from, from right. my block. You see what I'm right. saying? Because right. you're dealing with people in two totally different aspects. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? This nigga don't move this way. You know that... Certain things, that, it's like you got certain friends that you go to their house in, you can down there and you and then they treat treated like your own because mm-hmm. y'all you, you, that comfortable with each other. And you got other friends that you know you, you gotta chill and and, mm-hmm. and not maybe be as comfortable. And, right, I, and that's right. what I'm saying. But you you already understand these these things don't have to be talked about, right? And that's why I feel like there's there's certain codes that come from just being. In intimate relationships. And when I say intimate, clearly I don't mean sexual. Just close-knit relationships. But at the same time, there are some people that don't get codes because maybe you thought you was cooler with this nigga than you really were.
0: But then, too, I think that some of the codes that we have to address as well is the responsibility to keep our mess private. mm -hmm. Now some codes are only codes because you're trying to protect yourself from being exposed as a messy motherfucker. True shit. You know what I'm saying? So it really, sometimes when we think of guy and girl code, in some instances, it could just mean that this one person is deciding to break an unnecessary cycle Mm -hmm. because I don't (laughs) want to be messy no more. I don't want to be this lowdown or despicable person and this code really ain't represent so shit. So you play
1: it off like they violate yeah. the code, but it's really
0: But now we gotta we gotta
2: understand the difference between see everything can't be labeled code. I think it's we, we well, gotta use a saying. lot of umbrella terms because, to mask our bullshit. Right. Yeah.
1: That's what I'm saying. How do we decipher these codes? Because everybody think that it's a code or unwritten rules or a person should just know once there's a violation mean, where where you feel.
2: Offended. Because I feel like... it's All right, so it's like this. All right, real shit. And a lot of niggas may not agree with me on this. If you really trace the story of Nikki Barnes, right? They always go back to one thing. Nikki Barnes snitched. That's the one thing when you really get to the the, the nitty-gritty. Nikki Barnes snitched. Why would you snitch? He was Mr. Untouchable. Mm-hmm. This, nigga, you was a crime boss that made the cover of the fucking... Uh, what was his name? Yeah. The, the, Times the Times Magazine, Time whatever. Magazine. All right? What, what reason did you have to snitch? Because his main nigga fucked his wife. Mm. Certain niggas don't deal with certain shit the same way. You fucked my old lady? Well, I'm about to tell the police that you're the drugs. Eh, do I agree with that? Not necessarily, but you can't say what is another nigga's main you know what I mean? Situation. So, Is that a
1: code violation?
2: I feel like fucking his wife was the code violation.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I feel like no bullshit. And I'm not condoning snitching, but I feel like you fucked his wife. You knew then all bets was off. Conf,
1: yeah, yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying?
2: Like real shit. Because this nigga could have killed you mm-hmm. from jail. Again, not condoning snitching, but he could have killed you. You see what I'm saying? You fucked, you fucked the man's wife. You. It's just certain shit you don't do. You know people that you deal with. It's like mm-hmm. dealing with a dope boy you don't steal his drugs, nigga, shit. Like, that's just common sense that that's the people you move around. Right. You know what I mean? So I feel there are certain things that don't have to be discussed, but, and just as adults, I feel like even just in regular life, there's certain shit that don't have to be discussed, but at the same time, there are certain things that should be discussed. You can't expect everybody just to, you know what I'm saying, wholeheartedly understand you. But I think the things that need to be discussed are things to make sure you don't cross certain boundaries. Mm-hmm. And that's just like, and I'm going to bring up something that I think is so funny. And it's just weird that this shit popped in my head because I'm sitting across from you. You remember that girl that couldn't walk on her, her fucking bathroom shit. If somebody walked on it with their shoes on.
1: What?
2: <laughs> you remember that roommate you had way back in the day?
1: Oh. <laughs> if,
2: if somebody walked on the bathroom rug with their shoes, she had a phobia of that's her comfort zone. You have to tell people those things. Don't walk in here with your shoes on, cause that shit's nasty to me. You see what I'm yeah.
1: saying?
2: That's not something that's not unwritten. <laughs> that's not a code that I just know. Yeah, I'm just yeah. using something because that was extremely weird to me. That yeah. this chick for real was like, like if you like how I walked in your bathroom, the rug that's by your toilet, if you step on that shit with Dermaphobe. shoes, she yeah, she's a German You see what right, I'm saying? Right. Those are things that need to be discussed. Yeah. But if I walk in there before you tell me that I didn't break no code, but you didn't tell me what it was. Right. Right. But if I do this afterwards and I, and I continue to do so, you know, now I'm just being
0: disrespectful. So there's certain
2: things that need to be discussed and certain shit is just, it's just common sense. Right.
0: So one of the things that, um, in this cancel culture that we live in that I just want to use for the sake of conversation, we are so quick to like automatically cancel Mm -hmm. a pedophile. Like, yeah. automatically. Yeah. Which, I have no issue whatsoever with the cancellation of a pedophile. But, it's easier to cancel the pedophile that's not a relative versus granddaddy who was 19 messing with grandma who was 12. Look, I'm a nigga, listen. I'm a nigga that wholeheartedly believe this. And I ain't gonna tell them all, you
2: know, well, I ain't involved with no pedophile motherfuckers, but I know a motherfucker. That messed with a girl when he was twenty and she was fifteen. Mm-hmm. And for me, I ain't got no respect for you. I think that's disgusting. I think it's horrible. Yeah. A lot of niggas like to say, "Oh well, you know, women was getting married at fourteen back in the day." That was we, a difference. We was we was also dying of fucking at mm-hmm. thirty, nigga. Shit, niggas couldn't fucking take care of them. you know mm-hmm. what I mean? It was a time where we thought certain shit was right that just wasn't. Exactly. You see what I'm saying? So, I feel like people who do shit like that, like, I just don't have no respect for you, mm-hmm. whether it's family or not. And, and and the reason that I'm speaking on this situation is because it's close enough to be family. You see what I'm saying? But for me, ever since I found out about the situation, mm-hmm. you know, your family may want to still love you, but nigga, I have no respect for you. I have to go to some of the same events that you go to, but nigga, I won't sit at the same table with you. We cannot break bread with each other anymore. We, no. Mm -hmm. I know, nigga. And
1: it makes you look at themselves. Exactly. Like your mental state. How is that okay?
2: Exactly. Now, when you're 25 and she's 20, cause niggas try to bring that up to me. Well, you know, when she get older, it's true indeed. I feel like a 25-year-old man and a 20-year-old woman actually got a lot of shit in common. Mm-hmm. Because as a 25-year-old man, I still couldn't figure half of the shit out I was doing any fucking way. You see right, what I'm right. saying? But at a 20-year-old man who was in the Navy at the time and having to make my own decisions and having to fucking pay my own bills and all of that shit, what the fuck would I look like hanging out with a fucking sophomore in high school? Yeah. And that's what I tried to get this nigga to understand. But
1: it's a difference in mentality. Exactly. Literally, and that's what I tried to tell
2: him. 15, you? You know you're thinking about shit right. You don't know nothing. Mm-hmm. And even at 20, you still don't know nothing, but you know that you know that you are expected to be a fucking adult. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I feel like for those people who don't write the pedophile off because it's family, you're just enabling. You're just yeah. telling the motherfucker that shit's okay. Right, that shit's right. disgusting,
0: yo. It is. And it gets to a point where you have to own that. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to own that, like the, the man that you look up to. Who has supported your family for so long is just as guilty as the person that you crucify and criticize on social media every yeah, day, every fucking day. Granddaddy was a fucking pedophile. He was, yes, you yes. Know what I'm saying. But
1: do you try to? My thing is, aside from just canceling and not saying they're not deserving of the cancellation, but do you do you try to? How much education is put into you know?
2: trying to
0: fix the problem yeah yeah like let them know
1: that shit is wrong and you know calling it out and letting them know
0: which takes us into like another it's another dimension of that because granddaddy is not trying to hear what you're trying to say as a 70 80 year old man with your experience being limited to just 34 35 years right Mm -hmm. so here's a cycle of us deeming the idea of us not being willing to be educated no let me take that back because i might twist that shit up and make it a point but when you're 35 and he's mm-hmm. 70 and 80 years old he feels like there's nothing that he can learn from you because he lived longer right but he lived in the wrong mm-hmm. longer right. Than right you've been alive so how do you communicate to somebody in this bracket of age that almost doubles your own age that they're wrong?
1: The only thing you can do is just voice your opinion on it. But at the same time, I feel like, not saying that it was right, but times were very different then too, And I... I just feel like doing something like that now is different than it would be during yeah. his age because that's just that was the norm then. I figured that's not was, the norm now. Right, you know right, what I'm saying? Right, right. And it was different. Life was just different for yeah.
2: people. The way we lived
1: at that that life,
0: the
2: way we treated
0: life, yeah. all of that shit was different. So, and I mean, so in saying that, not that I'm agreeing or disagreeing with anything. Because
2: now let's think about this though. At, at, at certain points in time, Granddaddy may have not been a pedophile. Mm-hmm. Granddaddy may have been going along with what the times were. Exactly. Depending on how old you are, your granddaddy may have been a nigga that was twenty five and his wife was fifteen because somebody said that shit was right at some point. Right. Not con- and, and again, when I when I say not condoning it is because I believe again coming through the ages, clearly we have come up with different rules and systematic shit and ways that you know. But at a certain time, niggas was being taught. So yeah, I, I kind of feel like if you grew up in a time. I also I also know that those niggas who were having that type of situation still knew the difference between right and wrong. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Let's
1: take away granddaddy and replace it with uncle or cousin who's doing this today. Yeah, see, that you know is actively fucking somebody who
0: is... You're horrible. Yeah. Under 18, you yeah. know what I'm saying? But see, the thing that we're trying to justify in this conversation is like the unwritten rules or the guy and girl codes. Do we now not snitch 10. because they
2: family? Niggas snitch wholeheartedly. Fuck yeah, that. Like we can't
1: you, do nothing for that time that granddaddy was there. All you can do is say, that shit is foul. But, but if, that, if granddaddy was actually actively out here attracted to 12... And thirteen year olds because that's what he wanted right. versus taking her in because that's what was that's expected what to take right, care right. of because I think it was more of a survival type of thing. You know if what I'm if
2: if, if you come from one of those situations where your granddaddy yo know, maybe got with your grandma while she was a teenager and in those times mm-hmm. you know what I mean like my grandma was born in the thirties you know what I'm saying yeah. let's say in those times if people were if that was what was justified. And it was 15, 16, 17-year-old girls marrying 25, 26, 27-year-old men. Mm And that was the times. You see what I'm saying? I can't really get mad at no nigga for that. But for niggas that's 25, 26, 27 years old now, and we got to think about shit like this. You're talking about a time where education wasn't as prominent. You're talking about a time where education may not have been as structured the way that it is now, with this age being in this bracket and things Mm -hmm. of that nature. So... People, it was more of a general, I think, type of living. You know what I'm saying? Of course, I wasn't there, but this is just my interpretation. But now, seeing this how there's a separation of class in just about everything you do. That separation of class comes with more experiences. So... Not only do we have to let's take age away from it even though that's the biggest thing that we look at when we talk about mm-hmm. shit but let's let's just let's just say age wasn't a factor. Mm-hmm. There's still no reason for you to be attracted to somebody who a is not physically as mature as you and b who has not endu- endured the same life experiences as you. You see what I'm saying? Right. Who or, or or who hasn't lived long enough to have those those that chance to have those life experiences. I feel like a lot of men don't, for men who don't, like real shit, for all you dudes who walk out on your children, a lot of, a lot of you niggas create pedophiles. And what I mean by that is it's a lot of dudes that are pedophiles because they didn't have nobody to teach them how to be men and they get sucked into the wrong world. I'm not advocating and taking up for these people. I'm actually just telling you ain't shit dads to step the fuck up because a lot of people that have to teach themselves sometimes teach themselves the very wrong fucking things. And for those people who are loners out here and who don't know the direction they're going in, they gravitate to the people who who are the first people to show them some type of love or open or be receptive to them. And sometimes Mm -hmm. motherfuckers fall in the wrong direction. You see what I'm saying? So if you're not out here trying to give somebody some guidance or, or help a motherfucker out, like... And, then, and we're talking about like people in your family, your children, your nieces, your nephews, anybody that might be, you see, leaning in that wrong direction. Or if you're the type of person, like I said, that walked out on your kids, like you just, you might not create the narrative, but you're damn sure contributing
0: to it. Yeah. So then another, another instance in cancel culture is how we, you know, spew so much hatred for, you know, the LGBTQ, but the culture is not canceled within <laughs> the church. Well, I mean,
2: for for niggas who have a problem with LGBTQ, I mean, I ain't got no problem with nobody. But the the, the, the shit about canceling the culture in the church is that we have to stop acting like the church holds more power than it does. You know what I mean? We won't we won't snitch on people in the church. It's all right, I'll put it to you like this. If you wholeheartedly believe in your church and believe in your religion, show me anywhere in your religion where it says that Pedophilia is okay because you motherfuckers will use. Oh, well, I don't want to get the pastor in trouble because I don't want to get in trouble with God. Show me where it says that God, okay, pedophilia. Show me where your pastors or your, or your priest or whoever the fuck is touching little kids is doing right. You know, even if it ain't touching little kids, if it's any form of wrongdoing, yeah, just because it's somebody in a leadership position. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it does because, not mean that. But that's right. holding
1: the pastor, whatever, to a high of a standard. Because the pastors, right, it's not it's, it's not it, God it. Himself, right? right.
0: Pastors mm-hmm. do have a strong sexual influence on the congregation. Mm. Now, sexual, not necessarily meaning being actually physical, but just being able to draw in the con the congregation in such a way. To where you become personal. Yeah, with, with yeah, people. Real shit. In like, the way that you carry
2: yourself, your flock may carry out. Yeah,
0: like I've actually heard women in the, you know, in the church say that like one woman, she gave a testimony to believing that her bishop was an anointed man of God. So what she said to him after he got done preaching, she said, I want you to wipe the sweat from your brow. And give me the towel. Now in my mind. I didn't think there was nothing. Like physically alarming to that. Or you know. Because I understood. What she was. Where she was coming from. What she was coming from. She wanted the anointing to fall on. On Into her life. Into her life. So she gave the story of. She went to the car dealership. And um, she needed a new car. She didn't really want a new car. But she had to get one, and she said that she took the towel, and she was just, like, hitting the towel on the car she wanted. And she's telling this beautiful story, All right. and we are crying and falling out, and it feels like the spirit. Right. Like, it's, like, overwhelming in the church, and she's like, I'm just hitting the towel. I'm hitting the car with the towel, and I'm like, Lord, this is the car that I want. And so um, she get the numbers back. The numbers is way too high. She's thinking like, okay, Lord, I I want this car right here. She kept hitting the car with the tile. Eventually, numbers go down, dude figure out a way, and she gets the car. Mm -hmm. So, of course, her being in the spirit realm, it connected to those who were in the spirit. Mm -hmm. Right. But those who are just listening to the story could have said, well, I need to be close to Bishop then Mm -hmm. to get what I want. Mm -hmm. You don't know if it was communicated properly from a spiritual level right to these that are actually seeking the same thing right so in these moments where we look at these preachers and we say oh well he's supposed to be the leader of the church he's supposed to be a man of god like it's an overwhelming thing to be a leader of a flock of mm-hmm. underprivileged and lost people lost souls Should the preacher need more praying for than anybody And we put all of this responsibility on him just knowing better Mm -hmm. when he comes under the same cancel cultures that the world is suffering from. So here he is supposed to love the sinner, but hate the sin. Right. And this is what he's taught in his day to day life. But he don't know that, you know, the gay community still needs love they still need god they still need understanding mm-hmm. they still are in need of the very things that everybody gay or straight would need to sustain in his life right. but we so quick to cancel them off because the book says
1: yeah that right. this
0: is what god feels about you know oh it's an abomination yeah the book does say that but you were still commanded as a person to love the sinner Love it's thy neighbor. Love yeah. thy neighbor yeah. as thyself. Yep. So we we don't have a sin that we can justify. It's all wrong. Right. So are we going to we going to either cancel sin as a culture or leave people to fuck alone? It's just yeah. that simple. You know what Real I'm shit. saying? And this culture of believing that because you go publicly in the name of God condemning other people. That's a culture we need to cancel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Real shit. You know it, I mean, so we
1: spend too much time canceling the wrong people. The canceling the wrong people.
2: basically down We to. we sometimes fall into that cancel culture because we scared to be open. We scared to. I don't get me wrong. That's a lot of shit that should be canceled. Some mm-hmm. shit you should talk about. You know, mm-hmm. nigga, you wrong. Right. But a lot of shit. A lot of shit that we want to just quit. Yeah. I don't fuck with this motherfucker. Why? You ask a lot of motherfuckers why yeah. they don't fuck with somebody, and they'll give you either a bullshit answer or they don't. They really don't know.
1: But see, the type of cancel culture shit that really. Irks <laughs> my nerves is when it comes to, um, you know, social media. For instance, I'm going to take it back to an old situation. Remember when Chrisette Michelle performed that Trump scene and she had put out this whole thing about, I guess, all lives matter yeah, yeah. type of thing. And even though it kind of didn't go over too well, um. Then it's like, well, I cancel her. I knew she wasn't about this back then and then. Her music ain't been right since mm-hmm. that first album. Right. She canceled, she canceled, she canceled. And then she comes back and it's like, well, you know what? I'm human. I make mistakes. I was wrong. I appreciate the criticism. And it's like you have to understand it's still life. People still growing through this life. Right. Mm-hmm. And then in her case, more so she's doing so in a public eye. Right. So where was the education before the cancellation? Right. Real You true. know what right. I'm saying? Right. Right. So that's what bothers me. And it was like, don't mm. just write her off. Like, take the time to fucking educate her. So when she realized the error and she comes back to say that it's like, nah, that weak ass apology, that apology wasn't. Well, she, she don't owe you a goddamn. You don't want to buy know, the music, should. then don't buy then the no, goddamn no, music, right. don't go to do the then
0: the shit that bothers me, too, is the fact that Kanye West yeah. does the same exact thing mm-hmm. in a completely different realm, mm-hmm. but the same niggas that were saying he was canceled are retweeting that his Yeezys is redropping. dropping in yeah. December. Yeah. Yep. Real shit. It's, it's so it all up. comes down to who you more of a fan and of, And who you, right? fuck with, <laughs> you fuck with. Hey,
2: we was talking about this on the phone yesterday. I said, yo, I said, <clears throat> when that nigga came out and said... Slavery was a choice mm-hmm. When he motherfucker, You know Had blonde hair And blue contacts And went to meet with Trump Ooh. Niggas was I ain't fucking with Ye Fuck that He did He came out with that one song With mm-hmm. T.I Fuck that song That ain't explaining right. shit Blah blah And niggas just Swore Ye off You think that album Didn't sell as much As it would've sold If he didn't say Any of that shit The album sold Just as he it had, had
1: People
2: still listening to him. And my whole f- Niggas still <laughs> downloaded yeah. Ye yeah. For them, nigga You know what I mean My whole thing about it is we quit. We we are in a microwave society. Mm-hmm. When I tell you today that something's canceled, you should understand that by tomorrow I have a totally different feelings because right. I heard something else and now I want to feel different. No, no, bitch, right. no. Uh, uh-uh. be who you are. If you are gonna cancel, yay. Now I I'm I'm not mad at the nigga who honestly hated yay for saying what he said mm-hmm. and still love that album. I'm not. I, you have to be able to separate certain shit. Now, I'm also not mad at the nigga who's going to hear this and say, Penrose, you wrong. I don't listen to Yay at all no more.
1: Can't be and mad see, at See, I don't. Like, I don't. I, I never went on and said I'm canceling him, but I don't really listen to him like I used to. Right. and, that, what
2: and I'm saying? I think right, the nigga then got real weird. And, and, and <laughs> so, at, right. And in and, and that, that's totally fine. It's like, I hate niggas that would come to you and be like, you don't understand where the fuck Kanye coming from. You just not yeah. listening. Shut the fuck up. She, she see, ain't gonna like that.
1: That's what I don't like either. People are entitled to have different tastes they, and um, different fucking you. opinions. Yes. Let me go my way, because that's another thing. If somebody don't agree with you, then you cancel. Yeah. Like, oh. Let me tell you why you should feel this way. Right. Oh, you still don't, you cancel. You're wrong. Yeah.
2: Like, it's like, it, dog, like it's like common said. If I don't like it, I don't like it. That don't mean exactly. that I'm hating. You know what right, I'm saying? Right. Like he, like I said, we live in a microwave society and we're quick to. We throw that cancel shit around because it sounded good. Mm-hmm. It was just like YOLO. That shit lived for a season and then it was over. Because niggas hated hearing that shit. I thought it was one of the most cleverest things that ever come out. You only live <laughs> once. YOLO <laughs> bitch. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, to a point to where when niggas was like, I hate that shit. I was like, yeah, me too. Fuck, I really love it. Like, right. <laughs> right. No, right. but we gotta stop, like, Let's stop bandwagoning and cancel, mm-hmm. canceling shit. Like, you may hate some shit. And as your friend, I'm going to listen to why you don't like it. But if I like it, Man, I'ma I'm going to still fuck with it. Just the bandwagon
1: like, thing. Like, when yeah. you see a group of people who feel a certain type of way, then all of a sudden, you feel like you got to. And that go the same with even, like, this Khalees and Nas thing. Like, I'm watching, and it's like... Okay, well, uh, where are all them people that was on Khaleesa? Y'all silent now. Where y'all at? And it's like, first of all, why are we taking a stance on something that we are not a part of? Right. Just because it's in the public eye and it's for us to see.
2: Yep. Mm -hmm. You
1: know what I'm saying? I cannot take a stance because, I mean, the way I look at it is. Both points on both ends could be very valid, right?
2: You know what I'm right. saying? But you
1: don't know the missing details, right. and just because this your favorite rapper and you fuck with him more than you fuck with her, yeah, then nah, it's like, it's oh, like, I knew she was lying. Yeah. I knew she it's out here her, just for the money. Yeah. You don't know her I'm intent. Like yeah. You know and what you know to,
0: And you know to even push that point a little bit further because we going back and yeah. it, we, we bringing it forward. We can even go as back back as far as Chris and Rihanna. Yeah. Now we cancel Chris. Right. Because of what he did to Rihanna, not realizing that he kept her account of what she did to Damn. him. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah, and and see, that's another thing. Not condoning what what he did, but it's like we only focus on the person who's at fault once shit hits the fan. Right. We we never want to take into account what possibly could have happened beforehand, and, and and on both sides, It's even like when a woman fucking finally chop a nigga head off. Yeah, we mad. You you murderous ass bitch. What the
1: I'm gonna give what took this I'm gonna me. give some of this blame to media too because I can't stand um baited headlines and titles.
0: Right. Because clickbait, that, yeah. yeah, clickbait yeah.
1: titles because then people have those words ingrained uh-huh. in their minds. Mm. And it's like you never heard these actual words come out of these people's mouth right. and you took what they said and made it sound much more horrible right. than what was expressed, and now you'd vilified somebody, right. and then got this other person looking like a liar when it could have been very valid. You just don't have that full story. You have one perception and the other perception, one perspective it's, and the other.
2: And, and you know? whoever's listening to you, you can completely uh make somebody disengage from a whole another group of people because yeah. it's just, like I brought this up to somebody the other day. When Tommy, what's her name? Tommy Lauren, Tommy Lauren, whatever yeah, the fuck her name her. is. When she, when she came out and was like, you know, your husband was a drug dealer for fourteen years. Mm-hmm. Now I don't know one motherfucker, at least not in our age group, who kind of don't hold Jay to a very high standard. We know Jay sold drugs. Mm-hmm. We know exactly. We we listen to it. We grew up with that shit.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: We also see what he's become.
1: Exactly. There's a lot of
2: people. Like when he did the Picasso video and he sat on the train next to that lady and he was like, you don't know who I am. And she was like, nah, you know what I'm saying? Cause she didn't. That's not her lane. It's as he rich is. as this nigga is, as famous he is, as he is, she had no fucking idea who he was. So for people who are first introduced to, you know, you a 14 year drug dealer, mm-hmm. why the fuck is all these people holding him to such a, why, why do the blacks love him so much? If he sold drugs for 14 years, because you're not telling the story of how his life changed around. Exactly. We're, not, mm-hmm. we're, not, we're not, you know what I'm saying? You want to
1: focus in on the horrible shit. Yeah, we're canceling. Right, People
2: yeah. can't
1: grow. Where are people's rights to grow from that era? And then, right, Because that's shit. how I feel like as wrong as I feel that Chris Brown was, how are you growing from that? Right. I don't know you to fucking cancel you. The only <laughs>
2: nigga I fully canceled but, was Kevin. Uh, is who? All right, Kelly. I oh yeah. that Fuck nigga. That's the only nigga I'm 100% just It's just blatant yeah. You know that shit is just blatant yeah. And you just
0: repeatedly do I admit it I did shit. it You're Now you, you fucking now with you people with the bullshit He made a song called that? Yes yeah. 19
1: minutes long is 19
0: shit. minute long song about all of the shit That we always said he did I did it. <laughs> <laughs> You midlife crisis, <laughs> oh my god!
1: But see, no, like I just don't like the whole canceling people and taking positions and sides. Like, well, I knew this and I knew that and I did knew that and like I, I just can't. Like when people start talking about certain things, I just have to like, right, tune
0: out. You know, and I and I want to get to that point too, where we realize that canceling nothing doesn't change the fact that. You just as guilty for not being accountable for the shit that you take in. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like you be right there with these canceled motherfuckers when they did some yeah. of that shit. Right. And you just think because you removed yourself, speak that, up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like speak
2: up. Stop canceling. Speak up. Yeah. We don't ever want to take and see, and like you said, taking accountability. It's easy to, to back away from something. It's easy when the ship's sinking to be like, I ain't even had no parts of that shit. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's easy. But, nah, it, like, speak up. If you see something going wrong, speak up. Uh You see somebody doing some shit that ain't really supposed to... Like, again, a lot of the shit that's going on, if you just talk to your peoples, won't happen. Mm. You know what I mean? You can't control everybody, true enough. Mm-hmm. But you also can't not speak. Like, you being bitch-made if you don't right. speak up. Right. You see what I'm saying? If you know that a motherfucker is doing some shit that... uh <clears throat> It regards being "quote unquote" canceled. then speak up, motherfucker. They don't want to change. People
1: very much are not trying to rectify anything. Some people do yeah. not know how to live in peace. Some they, people yeah, live for shit. the bullshit the and the drama. Yeah. It's
0: a guy that I um was talking to at one of the uh, delivery spots I go to, and we were talking about how you know we always hold um like large or like big companies or these large brands accountable mm-hmm. for so many things that go on in this world when there's something small or much smaller that are actually more effective or more of a contribution to the problem. He was telling me of an instance where like how white people, they say that like white people have incest issues, right. you know, or oh, well, you, you know, you having sex with your cousin and all of this shit. And it's like this ongoing joke that white people you know find you know marital you know responsibilities with their family members right but nobody ever speaks to how white and blacks used to play house as kids
1: exactly yeah, real and shit.
0: as kids you your cousin would be your wife
2: playing house playing house yeah, real
0: shit. in the basement right and you were pretty much enacting what you thought
2: what a man and a, a, man and a, and a woman did. would
0: do. Yeah. So like these things don't just come from you know big political parties or big brands or businesses. These things are homegrown. Right.
2: Stop your kids from playing fucking
0: house. Real <laughs> shit. And then you know we we look at this shit and we just always want to make an excuse for why is gotten out of control but we never addressed it there right and then you have people so uncomfortable with feeling like they're going to be labeled or you know or made to be made to believe that they're pedophiles or they are you know they have like certain mental or physical issue mm-hmm. because they're admitting that I done this unconsciously at a young age right. yeah so you know canceling people a lot of times is canceling the less fortunate and sometimes the uneducated, and I think that those things need to be brought to the forefront because yeah. a lot of us, a lot of us did shit like that, you know, growing up. Yeah, we didn't know what we shit. were doing. Right, you know yeah. what I'm
2: saying? Reenacting shit you thought was real shit, real yeah. life. Yeah. and 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 especially when, like, I wasn't taught that. That no. not, not that I think back on it, that was probably a horrible game to be fucking playing at yes. five and yes. six years old. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, and nobody taught me and for all intents purposes 9 out of 10 when you was playing house you were not trying to play in the eyesight of an adult anyway. anyway right right but now that y'all look cause real shit I never even thought to have that conversation with my son like hey man you probably should. like I don't know if he's played house or not mm-hmm. but just growing up like hey you probably shouldn't play house
0: like so I don't
1: too much thing these kids play I, I hope not, not. they be nah, same
0: but you had to think too like think about like zing 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 like a washing machine yeah <laughs> you know Mama in the kitchen, stirring that rice. Daddy's on the corner, shooting that dice. Brother's in jail, ringing that bell. bell. Sister Sister on the corner, singing fruit cocktail. cocktail. Rockin' Robert. It's telling you, (laughs) it's telling you systematically what they thought of, because you never seen no white kids playing zing, zing, zing. Now that I know they don't even know the song. Real shit. This was, this was primarily in black neighborhoods telling yeah. you what they felt like your sister was going to either become or end up in. That's right. Crazy. So like canceling culture is canceling our childhood. Like canceling the idea that some of these things that we grew up on just wasn't as good or as, as free. As we thought it was.
1: But ignoring it ain't gonna do nothing. Right. You gotta right. acknowledge. I mean,
0: you have to acknowledge everything. Like, it's even small
2: shit. Like, I think it's all systematic. We just gotta know. It's like, all right, so we're having this conversation right here, and we see, all right, so certain shit gotta be changed. It's just people gotta come to that understanding right there that damn, everything I grew up on was not right. Certain shit that I used to do just wasn't right. Mm-hmm. Certain shit that my children are doing. Like, all right, there was a thing on Twitter where the, 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 the woman was twerking on the little six year old boy. Like, I remember growing up and, and, and that kind of behavior was almost laughed at. Oh, this is just a boy, whatever. But rose reversed. A man, a grown ass man grind so up on a six year old girl. He about to get his Ooh, ass whooped. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And so you're teaching that little girl at that moment that, yo, this isn't supposed to happen to you. But you're teaching that boy at that moment that at any, I don't care who she is, you're supposed to be able to go That's out that and double get her. Standard. You see what I'm saying? Right. Mm-hmm. And, and we, so we have to understand that in a way we've, we've almost condoned pedophilia. I'm not saying that that woman twerking on that little boy had any interest mm-hmm. in that six year old little boy. Probably none at fucking all. You laughed at it. We joked. Ha, ha, mm-hmm. ha. Fucking whatever. But the point is, is that. Now, this little girl who you tell, yo, that shit's wrong, D- ain't no man supposed to touch on you like that, saw her brother go through the same shit, but it was okay. She's confused just like now nah, he fucking confused. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? We got to stop it on both fucking ends. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you think it's cute. Let's, it's just like when we hear, uh oh, man, this teacher had sex with a student. Ah, oh, that horrible motherfucker, and then all of a sudden it was a female teacher who had sex with a sixteen-year-old boy, and you like, ah oh, man, you know shit. When no teachers around like that when I was a kid, blah right. We almost mm-hmm. talk about that shit as if it should be okay. Mm-hmm. Stop that shit. That shit is pedophilia on both sides of the fucking fence. It's disgusting. And when you had it and when you have the conversation, even when you're joking, when you had a conversation of ha ha ha, you know, I wish it was teachers around like that when I was young. You still have people who overhear these conversations. They might, You might not think folks is listening, but some people take what you joke about as your truth. Right,
0: right.
1: You know what was very troubling? Like, the whole, it's okay because he's a boy. Like, my father was, he wouldn't allow, like, boys to call the house right. to talk to me. So, one day I just asked them because I had guy friends, you know what I'm saying? And I remember one day he was coming downstairs from a nap, and I was like, Daddy, when can I have boy phone calls? He was like, Whew, my head hurt. I'm going back upstairs. And He literally <laughs> like doubled back and turned around because he did not want to deal with it. Right. And mind you, at this point, I was probably like 12 or 13. Okay. Like, you still, I'm like going to the, in middle school at this yeah. point. And so I was just like, Well, when? Of course, at this point, we were, I was already doing it, but it was like all of us on this three-way, four-way, six-way phone conversation. Right. But then just so I can just do it and you not, be, you know, right. right. But it wasn't, he wouldn't allow it until like, I think I was like 15. He was like, at 16. I'm like, I turned 16 in the middle of the fucking freshman year. Like, just, just let me. But then my brother, who's younger than me, little girl's calling the house for him. When he's fucking nine years old, and it's like, oh, it's cute. It's just the let him go ahead. I'm like, what the?
0: Right.
1: Like Mm -hmm. that type of thing. Right. It's like, why did I have to wait so goddamn long? Right. And then him, who's like elementary school,
2: and he's alive. And it was okay. Right. Because, right. And I don't think that, I don't think as parents sometimes they realized it, but you're teaching a double standard you see what i'm saying and it's all it all comes back from that's kind of how they was raised you know Mm. what i'm saying it's like like i said my grandmother knew or she even said like i said my father grew up in a time where women where men weren't listening to women as authority figures you see what i'm saying Mm. so in certain situations i feel like we treat boys with a little bit more longer of a leash because we expect them to it's almost, we, we feed that narrative. You're going to be a boy. Boys are going to be boys. And, we, that's you know, it's okay yeah. for them to fuck up. Right. And that's what I'm saying. We have to now, like, we just got to understand that people are going to be people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Girl, girl, listen. You don't think your daughter is sexually frustrated as your son. Okay? Stop thinking that your son is out here looking for pussy just because he a boy. Your daughter is fiending for penis. You just got to do a good parent to keep her off of that shit until it's the right time. Let's just be honest. Motherfuckers listen, for all you motherfuckers that was fucking in high school, stop thinking your kids don't want to. You motherfuckers think oh, I raised the best little girl in the world until she come home fucking pregnant. And I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that. We just have to stop acting like our kids are these fucking angels Ignoring that don't Ignoring do, the reality yeah, of what it and is. And actually
1: better prepare them for this exactly. type of situation. Mm-hmm. Because if Talk you don't want kids. them to come home pregnant at it's yeah. then you better sit down and have some conversations and provide them with different kinds of resources. they're not even uh-huh.
0: coming home. They're not even coming home pregnant. They, they actually come home with experiences beyond their age. Yes. Yes. Because you know you're know not what what telling... Man? We're not teaching you're them to just stay children. You know, because... I remember being young and thinking that, like, if we just did certain things besides the actual intercourse, that we did hold me over. Conversations
1: like this made my parents uncomfortable. I know, particularly, my father. We never had conversations
2: about. And I I think, I think your real shit, especially in the black community coming up, the church has such a hold over the black community Mm -hmm. itself, and that sex in the black community, especially a church. Feel black community Mm -hmm. was almost just thrown to the back. You don't talk about that shit because you don't do it. You see what I'm saying? (laughs) Right. And I feel like now, like real shit. I I don't. I try not to be as vulgar as I am with my friends, Mm -hmm. but I talk to my son openly. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? I know you got a little girlfriend. How do you feel about her? I'm not now. See, we got to have a different language. When I was young, my dad literally came to me and was like, you fucking your girlfriend? Oh, you're not? What the fuck is you doing? No, nigga, that was wrong. You don't teach no fucking 12-year-old boy that shit. You see what I'm saying? So, I try. let's talk about your feelings. Let's talk about why you might be feeling this way. Let's talk about why, you know, you might want to kiss your little girlfriend or how, you know, have you even kissed her Mm yet? Because you need to understand why you feel the way that you're feeling. You need to understand that these feelings are normal. And I've, asked I'm I've
1: tried asking because I don't think she's gotten to I don't know. I wasn't sure if she's gotten to the point where she's like starting to like boys or whatever. Right. And I think I've asked her like, do you like boys? Do you like girls? <laughs> I was, <laughs> I mean, she never gave really any indication. No, I kept it real. I said, don't know. Oh, no, not like, she said boys, my own
2: boys. I asked the question before too. I kept it real. I was like, listen. I was like, look. You ain't showing me no indication. <laughs> yeah. But, because, like, real shit, I, 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 and when I say this, I don't know why you take the shit the wrong way, but I don't want to be blindsided by mm-hmm. you gay. Nigga, if you gay, let me find out now. <laughs> and let me figure yeah. out how I'm about to deal with this shit now. You see what right. I'm saying? Not saying that if he came to me in 10 years, like, oh, man, I just figured out I was gay. Yeah. Fuck it. I guess I got to deal with that shit. Mm-hmm. I'm still going to lay you the same way. Right. But. I feel like there are children who have feelings and mm-hmm. parents don't talk to them. Exactly. It like like this one little boy, this dude was telling me, the dude <clears throat> I used to work with said he had this, he had this friend, friend had a kid, a boy, falls in love with this little girl, They're like 13, right? Mm-hmm. Asked a little girl out on a date. The girl s- turns him down. Uh, and then now all of a sudden he's gay and he's, don't want to hang out with folks no more and this and this and that and that and i felt like what happened was he got his heart broke mm-hmm. and he didn't know how to deal with it mm-hmm. and so the first person that probably consoled him could have been one of his gay homeboys yeah. you see what i'm saying and what i mean i'm not even saying he gay like he didn't went out and had sex with somebody mm-hmm. but these motherfuckers over here accepted me they told me, you and me and now maybe the lifestyle they living ain't as bad as my parents said it was and certain mm-hmm. and certain people, you know what I mean? That's the way they start to think about shit. Yeah. And when your kid come home with a broke fucking heart, stop stop just throwing it off as puppy love. Right. Motherfucker, talk to your children. They hurting. Mm-hmm. They got feelings. They people.
1: Right. You know what so I mean? So that's why I do try to have real conversations with her. You know, not focusing on my discomforts, but being realistic about her getting older right. and developing and growing. Right. And, um... I told her either way, you know, it wasn't an issue, but I was just
2: curious to know. Hey, you know. bro, shit. Anyway. Because listen, and all you motherfuckers that's homophobic and, and canceling motherfuckers because of their sexual preference, let me know if you're going to cancel your goddamn kids when they grow up and they doing shit that you don't like. Think about that motherfucker. Yeah. Before yeah, you get sure. to canceling motherfuckers. All you want, I'm can canceling this bitch. Shut the fuck up. Cause if somebody would have canceled your raggedy ass, you probably wouldn't be where the
0: fuck you are right now, you disrespectful bitch. I'm sorry, excuse
2: my language.
0: <laughs> the views <was> expressed <laughs> by Penrose are of solely Pimroseems and not of the other two motherfuckers on this show. Right. But um I do I do agree to the sentiment because um canceling people is going to become comfortable and then there's going to be somebody in your life that's going to be hard to cancel Mm -hmm. and you have to answer that calling and it might just be your son or your daughter
1: be yep. realistic
0: about canceling people Yeah. before so you cancel everybody and find
2: yourself sitting by yourself because you would not cancel every yep. goddamn body yo yeah, real shit. hey look I told this show I told this story to somebody else too and I think I told it on the show my sister right now was sitting in one of the worst positions in her fucking life bro I want to say she might even be in a shelter right now mm. with her children possibly being with their dad and me telling the story the way I'm telling it It sounds like a, I sound like a very fucked up family member what you mean you don't know where the fuck your sister is you want to know why nobody knows where she is because every single fuck Person, and I tried to help her in her life. She lived with me. She trashed my house. Tried to tell me what to, do, what to do in my own motherfucking house. Her kids broke all my kids' toys. Bitch, you gotta go. She moved in with my daddy. Tried to tell my daddy what she what she was gonna do in his house. Trashed his house. Kids breaking shit. Hey, and he didn't even put her up. Fix yourself. This motherfucker tried to get in, get, get saucy with my grandma. Now you didn't disrespect. Now you know my grandma lived there. You 30-some years old and you got three fucking children. First off, you shouldn't be living with nobody. But since you are, bitch, do what the fuck you supposed to do. Now you didn't, you cut, you, you fucked me over. Now you fucked your daddy over. You moved back home with your sister. You fuck her over So then you end up Moving in with a friend You fuck them over You get put in jail And then fucking Culpepper Virginia wants you For some shit So they extradite your ass All the way back To fucking Virginia You stay in jail For two months And your grandmother Says to you All I want Is an apology She was ready to pay All the tickets All your legal fees Everything All I'm asking you for Is an apology You know my sister I ain't apologizing to her And, bitch, that's why you don't have shit.
1: Prideful, egotistical, and
2: a boundary And that's why the fuck your ass is canceled. Because we don't want to be real fucking people. Take accountability for your own shit. Everybody's shit ain't your problem. I mean, mean, your shit ain't everybody's problem is what I mean. You know what I'm saying?
1: That's a boundary issue. You cannot come into another person's space and think that you're going to live according to your own rules. When you are invited in you need to respect the rules of that Thank person's you. household. Thank you. It's too many people who do that, whether you stay for two days or 20 days. Right. You have to be respectful of the rules of that household.
2: She t- Look, her aunt nigga moved in aunt with her how aunt grown you and, and moved the fuck out. Now, this a motherfucker letting you live rent-free mm-hmm. and you move the fuck out because they put their kids to bed at nine and, yo, my kids ain't gonna have no bedtime. Bitch, your oldest is fucking 12.
1: Does she have any structure with her children? That's what
2: I'm trying... Listen, my sister's a whole fucking... This shit is just... We all got different moms. I'm I'm a nigga that my daddy was a whore. So all my siblings come from different women. Okay. But one thing that I notice is you can see, like when you know us, you can see the the mom that comes out of all of us. You can see mm-hmm. our mother in all of us. But one thing, I, it's something about my daddy roots, man. That shit is strong. and somehow, I don't know, maybe it just skipped over my fucking sister. Even my sister I don't like. We are all like close-knit enough to family to be like, look, I might not fuck with you, but I ain't gonna ever fuck you over. Mm-hmm. I might not like you today. We might not be talking, but yeah. I'm not, go- you see what I'm saying? But this bitch just feels like if you don't do right by her, oh nigga, you the worst motherfucker in the world. Mm. She even told my dad. She was like, people who tell me no, I automatically cut them off.
1: Well, she needs to do Exactly. Now, and that's, that's
2: why right. I said, yo, know, I'm like, and she, cause she called me one day. I was supposed to pick her up from jail. I went to pick the bitch up. She, Don't call did,
1: your
2: right, you're right. She, I went to, I, I went to pick the lady up. She motherfucking get out of jail The hour after she said she is supposed to. Has some other shit to do. I go to do my shit, right? She calling me like, oh, well, you know, why you ain't wait for me? Da 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 da. And I told her shit, dog, your grandmother just said she would pay for everything. I ain't fucking talking to her. I said, remember when I called you two months ago before your ass went to jail? And I said, I called you just to check on you. And you told me you ain't fuck with nobody who fuck with your daddy. Then why the fuck is you fucking with me now? People, Motherfucker don't call me some You see people, what I'm saying Some
1: people Fuck that Don't know how to Function without Being in a victim role,
2: Right And she's been and, that way All her life And yeah. that's what I'm saying and like, she's
1: no longer A victim Then This
2: bitch ain't never Been a victim yo. Well.
1: In her mind She's a really, victim Yeah she's okay? always Somebody else's fault In her fault. mind She's it's, a
2: victim It's always somebody else's fault Why yeah. she ain't got no job Is somebody else's fault Why her kids ain't got nowhere where to stay Is somebody else's fault No, She got slim.
1: small children
2: uh, she has a, let me see. Cause me, actually me and two of my sisters all had kids in the same year. So she got a 12 year old. She has a seven year old and a five year old. Okay.
0: Yeah, mm. well, eventually she gonna have to realize that if she keep this shit up, she gonna cancel herself out. But well, that sounds what I'm like saying. she did not. Already she did already it. has dude. There's yes. nobody. Every Me, look, the
2: she motherfucking down there in Virginia. They ain't got no license. Getting a fucking accident. Call my sister like, hey dog, can I use your name? Real shit. My sister was like, yeah, you can use it, but you gotta pay the ticket. You know, cause my sister, healthcare provider. She like, so if this shit go on my record, I can lose my job. My sister's like, cool, yeah, I'll take care of it. Nigga never fucking heard from her ever fucking again. To the point to where I was like, dog, look, just call the people. Like, you know what I mean? Because they came looking for my sister. She had to tell them the truth then. Like, she nah, that ain't me. That you know
1: what yeah. I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. And
2: the, the crazy part is, it's funny how God worked. Nigga. The cop who pulled her ass over, it was something about the last time she got in trouble in VA. Somehow that same cop knew the other cop and he seen her and he was like, that ain't her fucking name. Some shit is weird how, you know what I mean? The whole situation worked out. But it's just like, dog, like, stop fucking people over. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cancel culture, motherfucker. Cancel them negative-ass behaviors. Disrespectful. <laughs> Three people
1: just
0: killed at a white like castle in Detroit. Right? Oh, shit. Oh, man. We need to cancel these reckless-ass killings. <sighs> Warren and Illinois I was about to say, I know it ain't the one on Joy and Greenfield. Mm-hmm. That's the shit. Warren and
1: Illinois
2: Three, people killed.
0: Three yeah. people killed. Yeah, man. It's, I mean, it's sad that we have to... You know, okay. we have to have these conversations, but they necessary. So we need to be mindful of who and what we're canceling. Um, if you are kind con- you know, a contribution to any of the things that we are talking about, then definitely cancel out the behaviors and the, okay. the attitudes that you take to certain people that are different from you. You know, some folks don't need to be canceled. Some po- folks just need to be talked to. Mm-hmm. And you know and helped and prayed for stop
1: holding people to these unwritten rules that they don't know nothing about Yeah, For codes that right. really not for real they not codes. for real
0: benefit and shit but to keep y'all messy shit private you know what I'm saying like right. these codes that oh what what goes on in this house stay in this house yeah. no that just mean you doing something in that house that's fucked up that's it you know what I'm saying so let's that's cut it. these codes and this shit out but yeah, you know, this is us. This is what we do over here at our two cents and PVA. We talk about shit that everybody else don't talk about. So if you want more of these kind of com you know conversations, you can definitely follow both the shows at our two cents pod and penrose versus any. Um I could be found at Darigo BJ on all social media. My individual show, Change the Subject, is at the subject change on Instagram and changed subject on Facebook. And Mona and Penrose give your social media info.
1: I can be found at Mona Lissa, M-O-H-N-A-L-Y-S-S-A-A. And then also on Instagram, the Free Fall Brand is the podcast page.
2: That's what's up. You can always catch me on Twitter at Penroseems and everywhere else at Penroseems. Um you can catch the show on Twitter at Penrose versus Any and on Instagram is uh Penrose versus anybody. And yeah, man. Um, that's about everywhere I'm at.
0: Yeah. So definitely, um, stay in tune with both of these individual shows. Um, make sure you rate and subscribe on all platforms. Um, definitely give us the five stars if you believe that that's what we deserve. Give us one if you believe that as well. Don't but,
1: give
0: us one. Yeah, really. You're worthy. You better give him one star. Story. There's something wrong with you. So. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I just want the ratings, and I just want the subscriptions, and you know the comments. <laughs> So, definitely, whatever you feel like we're entitled to, make sure you rate and subscribe. Squad up is cool. Yeah. <laughs> just, don't no, right. just don't cancel us out. Know your worth. Right. Just don't cancel us out because this is some content that you're only going to get from us. So I'm trying until- to remember
2: who said that, yo. Real quick, before we go, it was on on uh, iTunes. Somebody was like, you got to get past the brashness, but they got good shit when we was still the ground. Like, oh, yeah. Gotta- <laughs> Listen, don't cancel me because I cuss a lot. Yeah, bitch. you know?
0: <laughs>
2: so
1: those that tuned into my first episode of Free Fall, I thank you. Was word, very, yeah, word, very word. nervous. Woo!
0: That's a that, yeah, that
1: solo damn, shows is a whole nother
0: mind. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, it definitely is. But I but it'll been, get better
1: from there. I've been the more singing that it. goddamn
0: theme song every day. <laughs> you know that shit empowers the feminine you a side woman, of you, myself. You back my own. <laughs> yeah, so I will be singing that shit. You know, As a matter of fact, we might end this goddamn show with your theme song but yeah it was an excellent first introduction to that is known as mona Lisa, and um definitely be looking for the follow-up to that and that's it for us today thank you for listening to episode 10 in two weeks y'all we'll be right back peace